Hello, everyone. Welcome to my astrology podcast. This is Deb McBride, and today is June 22nd, 2018, and I'm broadcasting from beautiful Costa Rica. And we have a lot to talk about because the moment we have been waiting for has arrived, and that is Mars is turning retrograde the next week. So what does that mean? Well, first of all, when a planet is retrograde, it appears to be traveling backwards relative to our stance on the earth. So imagine you are driving on the highway or you're in the subway and there is a lane of traffic next to you driving or there's a subway car in the track next to you and you're sort of traveling side by side and then your lane pulls ahead. And the lane next to you doesn't really pull ahead. They're moving more slowly than you are. So your speed is faster now than the lane next to you. And everything, if you look out the window, everything looks like it's traveling backwards. That's the concept of retrograde. So you're not really watching a planet turn around and go backwards. But from our vantage point, that's what it does, and that's what it feels like. So Mars is the planet of assertiveness and aggressiveness, and it's the fighter, the warrior. It's where we step forward to get what we want. It's where we have confidence. And when that turns retrograde, it really is a, not a time to do any real, assertive, aggressive actions. So the last time Mars was retrograde was 2016 because Mars retrogrades once every two years. And usually it's about mm, two months, six weeks, two, two months. But we have a pretty long retrograde this time. And I think last time was particularly long as well. So it retrogrades on Tuesday, the 26th of June at Eastern time, 5.05 p.m., and it will stay in retrograde until August 28th. Now, where is Mars? Mars is in Aquarius. And Mars in Aquarius is a certain type of characteristic. And we'll explore that. So first of all, Mars is going retrograde in Aquarius at nine degrees Aquarius. So if you have something at nine degrees Aquarius, you're going to feel this. Mars will remain in Aquarius until August 12th when it will return to Capricorn because it's backwards. Remember, it's going to the sign before. And then on August 28th, it will station direct at 28 degrees of Capricorn. Then Mars will move back into Aquarius on September 10th and remain there until November 15th when it leaves Aquarius and then eventually goes into Pisces. So Mars went into Aquarius on May 16th and will be in Aquarius till November 15th with the exception of August 12th to September 10th. So a little bit shy of a month, 28 days, uh, that it will be back in Capricorn again. But Planets, when they go retrograde, move very slowly as they are about to move retrograde, and they move very slowly when they are going direct. So right now, Mars is at nine degrees and is going to be at nine degrees for a long time. So like I said, Mars is the warrior, the fighter, where we step forward to get what we want. 
Now, if you have something that you need to step forward and get what you want, or you need to be confident, or you need to take some action, and we're sitting here on June 22nd, you have to do this before the 26th and at 5.05 p.m. Eastern time. And I'm not joking around on that. I mean, certainly you can take action on something that's, you know, you have to take action. We get out of bed in the morning, that's action. You have to take some action while Mars is retrograde. But if there's an important thing you need to do, say, for example, you're going to start a lawsuit and you need to file lawsuit papers with an attorney or with the state or whatever, um, this is the time right now to do that, not next week, <laughs> not after Wednesday. Um, that's not a good time to do that. Any sort of action that where you really need something to happen or there's an ounce of assertiveness or you know, you need to assert your confidence. This is where this gets tricky because we don't have a whole lot of energy when Mars is retrograde. It is like the vitamin shot planet. And if we don't have energy for Mars retrograde, during Mars retrograde, then things are going to kind of fall flat. So it's like the air goes out of the balloon. So the one thing you really don't want to do between... June 26th at 5.05 p.m. and August 28th is start a war. Now, you don't want to start a war with your neighbor. You don't want to file that lawsuit <laughs> against your condo or whoever it is. You don't want to initiate a war. And that means the world at large countries should not initiate a war because anyone who initiates a war uh, does not win that war and usually falls flat. You can assert yourself now and start a process. Um, and if you need to start a war, start like today, tomorrow. <laughs> but know that what we're entering into here is a time period where that war won't be won by the person who initiated it. I have seen this happen. I have seen this happen in my own life where people I know who did not know astrology started a so-called war, what they were calling a war, and... They, I knew that it was going to fall flat. I knew that they weren't going to get what they wanted. They were very angry. And I just sat back and said, this isn't going to work. And I was absolutely right. And, you know, it helps to know a little astrology. Um, they didn't want to hear it. Usually when someone's pretty angry and they want to start a war, they don't want to hear that Mars is retrograde and that they shouldn't start a war and you have to wait two months. People don't want to know that. <laughs> They want to they just go because they're furious and the fire is heating up and it's blasting in their face and they want to just go start that war and be mean or encourage other people to you know, be angry along with them, blah, blah, blah. Well, that doesn't work. So what do you do? You take a back seat. You watch what's going on. You initiate what you need to initiate. There are some things you have to do. There are some things you just cannot not do. And like say, for example, you're promoting your business. You're going to keep promoting your business. You promote your business all the time. You don't maybe want to launch your website while Mars is in retrograde. I've done that too, and that fell flat as well. So anything initiative. If you are going to revamp your website, that's a different matter. You want to relaunch it. Now, again, a retrograde, we start looking at the words that have re in the beginning, redefine, reread, reestablish, relaunch, revisit, reengage. All of those things 
are retrograde words and they're really good things to keep in mind. You, you go back and you rebalance your checkbook. You go back and you reestablish a connection with um, a colleague. You go back and reread some uh, documents you had that were important. Um, so this is where we know that retrogrades serve us, where we have to go back and we have to like sort of revisit something. And so this is, this is part of the retrograde. Now, Mars is in Aquarius. In Aquarius, Mars is fighting for an ideal. It's detached. It has pride in one's independence. It has a creative imagination. It's the reformer who breaks conventional rules. Mars can be very stubborn in Aquarius because it's a fixed sign. And as with any fixed sign, you know, you have to be careful with very stubborn energies. Never, never tell a Mars and Aquarius person what to do. They will do the opposite. I'm not kidding. <laughs> um, Mars and Aquarius will want to learn as much as possible about something they are studying, especially if it's unconventional, innovative, and completely unheard of. They are very good about letting others have their freedom and independence, so they give their partners plenty of space. Now, it's, since it's not a Mars that overtly takes action, this is more acting behind the scenes and it involves contemplation, maybe covert action, maybe coming in the back door. Because like I said, we don't go in with gangbusters. We have to kind of circle and go through the back door and not go assertive immediately. It, this is certainly a period of going within and finding your own unique sense of confidence because Aquarius is about uniqueness. Aquarius is rather unpredictable. So when you begin to learn new things about yourself, you may be quite surprised at the epiphanies you have. Um, this is a very unusual retrograde indeed as Mars has not done this back and forth dance in Aquarius since 1971. And since this is the case, I would re recommend paying close attention to the Aquarius area of your chart where this is happening. So if you know your chart, you know where Aquarius is, um, there's a lot of information there that can be part of the reconsidering and the revisiting. Um, Aquarius is the sign of the group. Um, it could be group advancement with a common cause with Mars and Aquarius. Um, it's very forward thinking. It's an unconventional lover, more concerned with intellectual notions than actual passions. Um, you can't control people with Mars and Aquarius because they'll resist. And, you know, even though the planet's moving backwards, it's in Aquarius. So we have to find the innovation within. And, it's smart to revisit where you might have been too stubborn or where you might have been um, unaware of your stubbornness and you might have been um, contrary for being contrary. And hopefully, you know, you can sort that out. Now, there are traditional things that we say during Moore's retrograde. Not a good time to buy a new car. <laughs> Not a good time to buy a new car. Um, it's the vehicle. It's the, 
thing with the engine. It's, you know, the, the machine you drive. If you have to get a new car, get the old one fixed and try not to buy the Mars retrograde car because usually there'll be a problem. It's not a great time to buy a new computer either. Um, it's machinery, you know. Um, you know, if you have a, a backhoe or lawnmower that you drive, you know, that's probably not a good thing to get either. <laughs> um, but really, it's important to pay attention to what's happening and look at the details because Aquarius is about details and intellect. And pay attention to the messages you're getting. Don't buy new things if you don't have to, if you don't need them. Get them repaired. Get the old ones repaired. Um, Mars retrograde is not a great time to start a brand new relationship with someone. I don't care if you've known the person for a while. It usually doesn't bode well for taking the relationship to the next level. If you've been with the person and then you get back together, that's a Mars retrograde. That's a definite Mars retrograde. You will often hear from lovers from the past during a Mars retrograde. You will often hear from um, old male friends, you know, old buddies, old bosses, relatives, but it's a male energy. So you may feel that the, some men in your lives, you know, may come back um, for whatever reason. You run into an old buddy. Um, I've had that happen too during Mars retrograde. <laughs> Um, ran into an old neighbor. Anyway, so this is this is something that we have to just be aware of. Now, Mars is going to be really busy because Mars is with the South Node. And as I said last time, when we deal with the South Node, we're dealing with releasing and we're, we're dealing with letting go. It's harder to let go when you've got Mars sitting where you need to let go. Mars wants action. Mars wants to go forward. Mars wants to, you know, plow ahead and power through. Mars does not want to let go. So look at where Aquarius is in your chart and in your life and see where it's good to release or try to release. Now, there is a group of eclipses. There are a group of eclipses that are coming and we have to start talking about them because they're very potent and very important. The first eclipse is the 12th of July, and that's going to be at 20 degrees Cancer. That eclipse is going to occur opposite Pluto. Now, Mars is not involved in that eclipse, but Mars is involved in the second eclipse on the 27th of July. But the one on the 12th opposite Pluto opens the door for a lot of emotional relationship issues. What happened? We're in, remember, we're in retrograde. Eclipses bring things to the table. What happened before? What is going on that is a particular emotional pattern in your life? Is there something coming forward that needs to be reckoned with, especially if it's uh, an empowering or powerful attraction to someone because it's the sun and the moon opposite Pluto? The eclipse period starts Thursday, the 28th of June. Why? Because we have a full moon at six Capricorn with Saturn uh, that day. And, you know, the sun and the moon are going to meet with Capricorn the night before on the 27th. But, uh, well, the sun will meet during the day, but the moon really the night before. And the, it's very early, before 1 a.m., 5 to 1 at on uh, the 28th. Now, that's powerful. But, 
you have to realize that the eclipse period starts with the lunation before the first eclipse. So once we get into that full moon on June 28th, we have swung the door open and welcome to the eclipse period. Then we have the eclipse on the 12th that I just discussed. Then we are having the big whopper eclipse on the 27th of July. And I'm going to talk about these for the weeks to come. So they're going to unfold as we, as we see this. Mars is going to be with the south node, and it is a south node eclipse, meaning that the moon is going to be on the south node at four degrees Aquarius, and Mars will be right there at about five degrees Aquarius, and actually, no, it is going to be about four degrees Aquarius. Yes, it will be with, it will be with the moon, and the two of them together... Um, are very powerful because that's where it heats up. The North Node is in Leo, four degrees, and that is where the sun is. So when we have a lunar eclipse such as this, and this is a total lunar eclipse, it's at 4.20 p.m. Eastern time on the 27th of July. The South Node is where we want to try not to get sucked into, and we have to release and let go and the north node is where the direction we're going in. So the north node is all about shining in that area. Again, it's Leo. So it's the sun that rules Leo. And the sun and the north node are together in Leo. And if you have something at four degrees Aquarius or four degrees Leo, you're definitely going to feel this eclipse very powerfully. Now, this is added to the fact that Uranus has entered Taurus. And Uranus is going to be in a square relationship to the eclipse. So this is all going to happen all on the 27th. You know, there's going to be surprises. There's going to be releases. There's going to be unexpected information. There's going to be some very interesting energies flying around. Mars is going to be squaring Uranus. The eclipse is going to be um, squaring Uranus. The empty space of the eclipse and Uranus T-square is going to be four degrees of Scorpio. So if you have something at four degrees of Scorpio, you're involved in this too. Actually, if you have anything four degrees of a fixed sign, you have a definite plug into this eclipse. When we have an empty space. It's like there's three legs to the table and the fourth leg is filled in by maybe somebody else's planets. So just so you're aware, in case you have planets there, they are going to be the ones where the energy is getting shot from this eclipse into the space where four degrees Scorpio is in your chart. So look at your chart, see where that is, and pay attention to the energies. This is something to watch very closely. We're already getting hints of it, already. So you probably already know what this is all going to be about in your life, because this is going to be very powerful. The eclipse after that is August 11th. It's a new moon at 18 degrees Leo, and this is going to be the probably not a very powerful eclipse either. A powerful in that it's sort of closing up you know, what we just went through on the 27th of July, and it is in Leo, where the North Node is, but it's later on past the node. And again, it's like wherever Leo is. Remember last year where we had that eclipse and it was very powerful and profound for people. This is, this is another new moon solar eclipse in Leo. And that's really great for creativity and a wonderful thing 
to um, shine in that direction. So that's what you, that's what you need. Um, in the meantime, we are going to be dealing with the station of Mars this week. So be careful. Don't drive with road rage. Don't drive and, you know, with the purposes of, of going too quickly and having to get there and rushing, just take your time. Um, you know, don't be mean for the sake of being mean. Try not to be contrary for the sake of being contrary or stubborn for that. Allow things to flow and watch what's happening in your life. Um, in the meantime, Venus is going to square Jupiter on Monday the 25th. That's very nice. It's a lovely aspect. It's going to give us a lot of, um, a lot of uh, joy and connection to people. So that's actually a really, really sweet aspect. Um, between now and then, Mercury and Pluto are going to oppose. So sort of pay attention to your intense dialogue, your intense thoughts. It's a good time to clear house of all thoughts that are not healthy for you. So it's a good time to think about where the, you want to, you know, how to control your mind and, and get it to a place where you are focused on the right things and not on things that are distracting or taking your attention away from, from your life. Um, Mercury is going to go into Leo next week on the 29th. So it's going to finish up its job in Cancer. It's going to go into Leo and it's going to be really a more sparkly place for Mercury. So maybe there'll be more lively conversations and Mercury then is going to sort of travel over where that North Node eclipse is going to be. So the Mercury is going to meet the Node and we're going to start to see like Mercury's path, like sort of tap into what that eclipse energy is going to be. So this is very, very important. Um, and the thing to pay attention to is how you're feeling. If you feel rage coming forward, which we often experience when Mars starts to retrograde, we want to deflate that, okay? We don't want to, you know, lash out at anybody. We want to try to deflate the energy and keep, keep things moving. Um, when you are working through this Mars retrograde, just remember that it's better to sort of think before you act. Remember, we're in an air sign, Aquarius, and acting isn't always the best thing right now, so it's, it's best to think first. And when we start this new week, um, the moon will be uh, moving into Sagittarius on Monday morning, and that's a fire sign. So we're going to be uh, really getting into this, you know, fiery start to the week. But the moon will be void all day on the 26th. It's going to void, of course, at uh, 9 a.m. in Eastern time on the 26th. So that's not a day to do too much. Pay attention to things. It's not a day to get, again, started on things. So get everything you need to get done before like the 25th. And then once we get into the rest of the week, things are moving a little bit better. Um, and you can, you can just sort of flow with this Mars retrograde and see what it has to show you. The 29th, we are going to have a void, of course, moon starting at 4.57 a.m. And it's going to be void all day. So the best days to get things done are Monday, Wednesday, and Thursday coming up. And this weekend, Saturday is the best day because Sunday, uh, the 24th, uh, the moon goes void in Scorpio at 10 a.m. So 
um, it's really best to uh, really get those things done on a non-void moon. In any event, um, my name is Deb McBride. And if you have any questions about this, you can always contact me, deb at debmcbride.com. My Twitter handle is Deb Astrology, and it's the same for Instagram, Deb Astrology. My website is debmcbride.com, where I write a blog. And sometimes I do Instagram videos where, uh, you know, I give you about a minute of astrology and discussing the current transit. And please contact me if you have any questions. Other than that, I will be back next week and we can discuss more about Mars Retrograde and see what it brings us. Thanks so much for listening. Have a lovely week.